Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment, including music. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. You know, when you play games on your phone, sometimes there's a lot of commercials, but it tends to be of products that I don't see a lot of elsewhere. Okay. So one of those products or services, and one of the things that I keep seeing is ads for the Calm app. I see those too, yes. All the time. And it just seems like a really cool thing. I guess the the app just kind of tells you stories. Sometimes you're looking. Remember how you were talking about the magic eye thing? Right. The magic eye where you, you stare at this those you know, old posters yes, back in the 90s. They yeah. have a lot of that kind of stuff. That That's the best part is they literally, you I, I use it myself to fall asleep. You and do. you get oh. lost in them describing a scene, right? So like, the you know, the meadows flow, you know, in a very peaceful voice. They'll tell you stories like you said, but my favorite is when they just describe like the most beautiful scene and then all of a sudden i'm immersed in there and then i'm like dreaming in it it's awesome are you really yeah. does it really work it works for me i i need something because i usually have tv on all the time but the blue light was really bad the yeah. light for me yep. sure but i needed something on so i went to the call map and my other go-to is love it's free it's free too my yeah. donna one, yeah yeah donna don't you know what could work for you me listen to my voicemails or or just <laughs> i could record a story like a 10 minute story where I go into greater detail than you desire, you'll be out like a light. She lays. Steve, she lay down and she'll hear. She'll hear this. <laughs> king of cold cuts. <laughs> and then it just keeps taking away. King of cold cuts. King of cold cuts. <laughs> right. And then I'm picturing Ham jumping yeah. over the clouds. <laughs> I would love to help you out though, if I could. Steve leaves me the longest messages that say nothing. He says nothing. Oh. <laughs> he just. <laughs> Babbles oh. and babbles, and it's like, I wonder what I'm going to eat today. Yeah, I'm uh, painting a picture for you, you know? <laughs> Got really to build that chemistry. You're not seeing each other every day, so. Uh, we're good. Yeah, we're all right. Yeah, okay. we're all right. All anyway, right, yeah. uh, I like that you asked me if I was drinking at like, I don't know, 2.30 in the afternoon. I was just asking. I was texting you yesterday. <laughs> I was watching your show. Actually, it was after 3, because I was, I saw your uh, old producer, Mandy. Mandy Toddick, yes. Who's cooking. now the she was on our show yesterday. She's now the head of programming wow. at Channel 5. She's Very fancy. Yes. And then Donna says, Mandy on TCL. Love it. And then and Steve I said, have you back. been drinking? <laughs> what is what? <laughs> to which what she responded in her drunken stupor, heavily. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't, though, just so you know. Right. Uh, okay, so Keith Urban has created Keith a Urban. song for the app. And it is one hour long you want to hear it <laughs> how much of it yeah, no all of it okay. no just a little just a little sampling all right here we go I am love it okay 
wait, wait a second. Shut your... Wake up. We're 48 minutes into Keith Urban's song. Oh, God. What time is it? Okay, now I do like this kind of stuff. This would work. That's this would put great. you to sleep. That would put you right to sleep. Can we hear from Keith? I think he uh, talked a little bit about this. So I've never written a sleep song before. I was way up for the challenge of that. I really approached this song from that vibratory place. What? The key that the song's in. <laughs> tempo that the song is at I don't care the speed right. of the chord changes I just like he's got a I just chords. went with what I felt yeah. I do love flowed and what I would want to hear to start to just bring all my energy down and get very trance like I think there's a trance yes, aspect Keith. to the song me too don't I get zoned stop. into it and off I go down the river down the river of sleep Okay. Oh, say more words, and the, Keith. And, the, and doesn't his wife love? She gets to fall asleep to that every night. I know, right? Oh, that uh, voice though—it was almost better than the song. He's so—he's got such a lovely way with words, like for real. Like he's just—he's yes. just lovely. No, he really does. Yeah, mean. That's—I like, I, I like that. I like, I like it too. That. I'm gonna download that. I can't like yeah, anything anymore. You can like things. You know what you're really gonna like? What? Tim McGraw and Faith Hill bought this island in the Bahamas, built a mansion there. Um, I linked this up for everybody at mytalk1071.com. They're selling it for, is it $35 million? Yeah, so it's on the market right now for 35 mil. And it's on an island named La Isla de Ingues. Okay. <laughs> It was featured in an architectural uh, digest cover profile like four years ago. So you can watch that video. That's uh, in the link that I posted for everybody. Uh, 20 acres. Um, hmm. They reportedly didn't even move in until 2012. So they bought it in 2003. 5,000 square feet of verandas and passageways. Um, Just... All these various pods that make up the the residence. They've got a private dock. They've got um, a swimming pool. It's just amazing. Why don't they just Airbnb that thing? <sighs> they could. They could. How much would you charge? I you don't figure know. Figure that out per night. I don't know. Uh, Four hundred bucks a night. But then you gotta right, pay somebody. Then you gotta pay someone to watch it and make they're, sure it's clean. After paying somebody, are you kidding? That those grasses don't mow themselves. You're right. And those is. bushes don't trim themselves. They sure don't. They didn't realize. They set out to build a house, and they had no idea they had to build everything else. They had to build a little town because there was no. There's no infrastructure. There's no plumbing. So you've got to have um, all that. You got to get water, electricity. You don't quite put all that together at first is what they said sure they've got three staff houses engineering facilities mechanical storage they just spent new year's eve there it is absolutely stunning hmm. <laughs> who 
Who put that in here? Island they call Island. That was, that was me. Oh, I wanted okay. to see if Steve could try it out. Oh. I think it would be Lyle Dangus. Okay. Or Lyle. I mean, you haven't made that throat sound because you have to retract a sound, which is what you were trying to do there. It's difficult. Uh, Grant, I need that isolated for yeah. my forever use. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. I gotta go. That was good. That's fine. Um, how about this? When we come back, there's a new trend on YouTube right now, which has spurred our confession question for today that we're doing today on Tuesday. We always do it Tuesdays at 1130. Today, it's at a special time, 1015. You can call 651-641-1071. What's the strangest YouTube video you've watched? Because there is a bizarre trend out there right now. I will tell you what it is, and we'll uh, take your calls and Facebook responses when we come back. It's Donna and Steve on my talk. Hey, we have a sponsor for the Donna and Steve podcast. It's Chill Boys. I love my Chill Boys. These are the most comfortable pair of underwear boxer briefs that I have ever worn in my life. The bamboo material, super, super soft, really cool as well. Let me speak to the the waistband, though, for a moment. Uh, In most men's underwear, when you wear the waistband, it folds down as though it is submitting to your roll of fat, (laughs) or mine in this case, that is forcing it down. But guess what? My Chill Boys underwear do not do that at all. The waistband stays where it should, which makes me feel more comfortable longer. Also, no wedgies, no chafing, no odor. It's because that bamboo material has natural antibacterial properties. It's so cool. It's great for biking, hiking, golfing. I sent a couple of pairs to a friend of mine who refs hockey, and he sent me a text thanking me and telling me how comfortable they are, especially the uh, performance boxers. You sent underwear to a guy? Look at the time. Isn't he married? He's a married man we're talking about. Yes, it's my best friend's husband. All right, we'll get into that weird story a little bit later on. You can find out more at chillboys.com. Chill Boys, comfort where it counts. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Hey, just want to uh, throw this out there. Throughout February, we're going to be focusing on small businesses in the community that need our love. Today, we're going to talk to Stephanie from Dean's Home Services. Um... Maybe we'll find out if there was anything we can do to prevent problems when we have these long cold stretches. Yeah, you no know, kidding. Furnaces are working overtime. Uh, I had them come out. I had Eric from Dean's come out on uh, Friday. I'll tell you what I was dealing with there when we talked to Stephanie coming up at 1130 today. Wonderful. Yeah, Squid. That'd be great. Uh, <laughs> for the second week in a row, our confession question has registered, and I don't want to use hyperbole here. Zero responses. <laughs> to the point where I'm starting to wonder um, if is you the post let me post. <laughs> yeah, happily, <laughs> happily. Is the post not posting publicly? Or are they not seeing it? Is Hannah, in some way, millennial Hannah, sabotaging us? Mm-hmm. I would not put it past her. She has a mean streak. <laughs> you would know it if you met her. Um, the question was what's the strangest YouTube video you've watched? Have you gone into a YouTube black hole where suddenly you're watching something bizarre and you're thinking, how did I get here? Why am I watching this? Yeah. The reason why this came to mind. There is a new YouTube trend that's happening right now where people watch live streams of other people studying. What? It's weird, but it's real and it's happening. So it's just a video of somebody sitting there for hours at a time, quietly studying. They usually don't even acknowledge the camera. 
They're just studying, but their camera's on. The trend started in South Korea. It has now spread to other countries, including these United States of America. So, what's the appeal? Why do people like these sorts of videos? Well, some people like to put them on when they are studying or working so that they don't feel like they're doing it alone. Oh, that's interesting. And they can even get motivation from seeing somebody else being diligent and working hard on something, huh. which I kind of jibe with that. That that makes sense. Also, seeing somebody else struggling to study can be a good reminder that you're not the only one having trouble with work. So the videos can be motivational. And also, some people just like them for ambient noise. It feels like being in a library, which can help get you in the right mindset to focus because it's not them studying to a bed of music. It's them studying, and then you just, you know, hear papers. and. It, are there videos also where people just sit there and eat, and people watch that? I would believe it. Yes, there are YouTube videos of this. You just watch a girl, like, just eating, a sand, like, a sandwich or something big or gross. There was a girl who a few years ago was doing stuff with bread. She was just like putting her face into bread. <laughs> That's, yes. People are so weird. And people do that. Now, I I will listen to, this isn't super weird, but I will listen to um, coffee house jazz music that has ambient noise. So as they're talking about these studying videos having ambient noise, it's not just like listening to jazz music, but they have a picture of these beautiful videos and sometimes moving, sometimes animated, sometimes real video of a coffee shop, which looks really cozy. And then they've got like bossa nova kind of jazz on. Imagine comedians in cars getting coffee. And then they have noises of just people coming and going and sort of a little background murmur. And it feels good to me. Okay. All right. What about you, you sicko? I mean, you've been watching a lot of monkey videos. You watching these weird pimple popper videos? Because no. that stuff makes me want to vomit. That is that. No, no. no. I, it's usually just animal stuff. Really, it's just there's. I don't do anything super weird. How about you, Grant? You strike me as. I'm not a big. I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner. L.L.C. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. YouTube guy, but really? I, the, biggest, the whole, biggest hole I went down on YouTube started out with me watching movies about World War II and how certain supplies were being restricted. It was a weird thing. I'm a history guy. And I ended up later that day on a documentary about Shaquille O'Neal. That's interesting. Okay. That was the that was the deepest dive that I can remember because I actually posted about it because I was so amazed how two and a half hours later I ended up on a documentary about Shaquille wow. O'Neal and it all started out with World War II. Wow. Okay. Wow. I did. I, I was watching something weird last night. I... And I literally searched for it. I was looking at videos of tamanduas and and cats. They're those little ant eaters. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Did you care for one of these at Project Down and Dirty a few years ago? Yes. Oh. Poopy. Poopy at the Minnesota Zoo. So I wanted to see domesticated tamanduas and, like, you know, fighting with the cat in the house. <laughs> And the dog, and then there were ones out in the wild who stand straight up and they put their arms out when they're trying to protect themselves. Yeah, so that's what I was doing. And then I was looking up information about giant ant eaters, ant eater tongues, and the length because they have 15 inch tongues. And you wonder why I text you, Are you drinking? (laughs) (laughs) This was at the end of the night when I'm lying in bed, just ready to go sleepy. The term for watching somebody eating a large amount of food is called a mukbang. Yes, those are very popular. Mukbang? Mukbang. Yeah. Mukbang. What? what? I never heard that in my life. Oh, God, a baby too. There's Amanda a gentleman so out of California that does it, and he just takes random foods, and he got into the whole YouTube crowd with, like, David Dober. He's kind of managed to put himself in with all these other YouTube stars out in L.A., but they make a lot of money. He just tries out different tacos, chicken sandwiches and they're not all gross about it of course there's some sounds involved like people get weird and like to hear the sounds but it's uh, that asmr is that what you call it that yeah you know, the there's an thing? element of asmr yeah, in there yeah. Here, here's the pronunciation by the way mukbang what is is this from another country uh this? yeah it's well i think it originated in south korea mukbang there's Mukbang. nothing I want to do less than watch two people, two people, <laughs> any people eating. Mm. If they're funny, it's okay. No, I've actually caught myself watching I a few of these. I like that wing show. You know what I'm talking hot about? Ones? The hot ones? Hot ones. Yeah, oh, I love I, that. Love it. So boring. Oh, that, that I've actually gone down that YouTube hole with hot ones and all the different actors that I've, and actresses that have been on that. That's a fun little hole to dive down to. I fell into a hole on this show two years ago um, when the question came to my mind of how do horses make baby horses yeah it wasn't that long ago i feel like it was months ago (laughs) no it was longer than that it was was pre-pandemic oh yeah because you were in the other room that's right it's exactly how you fear they do i just don't understand animals i just don't understand animals the animal instinct where we have to go to a class right we have sex education you learn this stuff. They know nothing. They don't have language like we do, and they figure that out. Even the ladies figure they, it out. They're just how, like, okay, I guess this is what we're supposed to do. And they are not even eye to eye. How shocked must a lady horse be at first? <laughs> <laughs> She's just like eating hay in the meadow. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, catch you off guard there. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> hey, who's back there? Oh God, Merry Christmas. Okay, what are we doing? I don't know. Oh, that was a really good confession. Yeah. Let's play a game. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. You can play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Uh, it's 17 to 14. I'm beating Donna. I would love for you to partner with me. Let's play a game. Call now. Next. Rude. You want to play a game, punk? Whoa. Do you? Yes. Me too. Time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. 
Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, I am Grant. I want to see how smart you are. Like Steve mentioned, he is currently in the lead, 17-14, for the 32nd edition of the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Donna did pull off a big victory yesterday, putting his winning streak to an end. Congratulations on that, Donna. Thank you. And uh, today with us, we have Maddie from Apple Valley. How you doing, Maddie? I'm well. How are you guys? We're good. Oh, so Thank good, you. Maddie. What's up? My teammates on the line. <laughs> we'll see what the topic is. Right. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right, Maddie, you are playing for a beautiful My Talk t-shirt, and today the very topic is military musicians. Mm. Military oh. musicians. We did military actors and actresses last week. We're going to go mm. into the musicians corner today. Mm. Um, Maddie, come on. I'm your buddy. We're buddies. You and me. Okay, we're... we'll go with Steve. Yeah! Okay, bye. See you later, Donna, you loser. I'm pepper spraying you in the face right now, virtually. Okay, that's weird. Why don't make sure she's out of the room there, Grant? She got aggressive at the end. Yeah, she. Uh, I called security. We'll be okay. I'm virtually pepper spraying you in the face right now. She's out oh. there screaming. Right. Maddie, I'm sorry that you had to hear that. <laughs> oh, that's okay. I thought she was talking to me. <laughs> She may have been. She, she may have been. You never know. All, All right, right, Steve, Maddie. So you know how this works. If you could wait till the end to help Steve out, he cannot help you afterwards. And then we will. So we'll ask Steve the questions. We'll ask for your assistance afterwards. Okay, Maddie. All right. All right, Steve. You ready to go? Okay. Oh, good. This rapper actor served four years in the U.S. Army in the 25th Infantry. Since 2000, he has primarily focused on his acting, playing an NYPD detective on the NBC police drama Law and Order Special Victims Unit. Ice Tea. Just two days after finding fame in the world, or two years after finding fame in the world of rock and roll, this artist was drafted in 1957 and discharged in 1960. He was stationed in Germany. And Elvis. After joining the U.S. Air Force in 1950, this musician worked as a Morse code operator in Germany as well. That's where he put together his first band and also met his first wife, Vivian. Oh, gosh. I don't know. Elvis Presley for the second one, by the way, if we're getting technical. Um, oh, gosh. Johnny Cash. Okay, Maddie, do you want to help out with any of these? Oh, can you repeat the third one? After joining the U.S. Air Force in 1950, this musician worked as a Morse code operator in Germany as well. That uh, that's where he put together his first band, and he also met his first wife, Vivian. Oh, um, Billy Wilder. I could be wrong. Okay, so okay. now I don't know, Steve. You may be able to help me here. I've never had this happen. Are, do you want to leave? Can you leave your answers in, or do, what do you? I what? think we'll just. I think they get the option to turn overturn one of the answers. Okay, and so we'll go with her on that. Billy Wilder, is that what you're going with there, Maddie? Sure. Let's do it. All right, Maddie. I trust you. Did I trust you. Did you say Elvis for both of them? I said no. I said Elvis and then Johnny Cash. Oh no! Let's keep Johnny Cash. I lied. Let's keep Steve. Ugh. Okay, we're going All with right. Steve's All answer right. here. All right, fine. You guys You're talk amongst charge. yourselves. I'm going to All right, Maddie, what are you, uh, you going to do after you win a T-shirt from my talk? What's next um, on your agenda? Well, I haven't been leaving my house because I'm from Florida. So. Oh, you're, you're, did you recently move here? No, nine years ago, but still, okay. I'm not used to it. <laughs> I understand. It's, it's pretty brutal right now. All right, well, stay warm. Donna's back. Hey, guys. Hey, Donna, have that you thought about... That took a long time. Have you thought about what you said? You left. Because Maddie and I were unsure who you were threatening to virtually assault with pepper spray. I thought it was me. She thought it was her. 
Oh, no, I would never hurt Maddie. Oh, I thought because I didn't pick you. No, 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 no. Okay. Not at all, because I'm not confident about this topic. And don't worry, Maddie, nobody gets used to this kind of weather. I've been here my whole life, and I can't. Nobody gets used to this cold. I know. That's what my husband says. Oh, this is bad. But we're almost done. It's going to be 26 on Saturday. Positive news. And Easter is right around the corner. True. All right, Donna, you ready? Not really. Okay, Maddie, wait till the end. We'll get back to you here. And we were going to set this off right now. This rapper slash actor served four years in the U.S. Army in the 25th Infantry. Since 2000, he has primarily focused on his acting, playing an NYPD detective on the NBC Mm -hmm. police drama Law & Order Special Crimes Unit. Ice tea. Just two years after finding fame in the world of rock and roll, this artist was drafted in 1957 and discharged in 1960. Elvis. After joining the U.S. Air Force in 1950, this musician worked as a Morse code operator in Germany as well. That's where he put together his first band and also met his first wife, Vivian. Tony Bennett. Tony Bennett? That's not right at all. That is uh, Frank Sinatra. I have no idea. Right. That's hard. I don't know. I'm making these a little harder because I've been, okay. a, I've been a little easy lately. But uh, let's go back from the beginning here. The first one was Ice T, okay. a.k.a. Tracy Lauren Morrill. And uh, the la- second who one got, was... Who got him right? Who got him wrong? Both of you got that one right. Okay. Second one was both correct with Elvis Presley. Darn it. Third one, here's where it comes into play. It was Johnny Cash. Oh. Whoa. Did you get that? And yes. You guessed it, but then Shoot. they went and changed their answer, but then the... Changed it back. She changed it back it went to Billy go- Wilder, who I don't even know who that is, back to Johnny Cash. Maddie, had it not been for you, you almost lost us the game, and then you won us the game. Wow. <laughs> so wait, she changed it back to Johnny Cash? Yeah. she because yeah. she, oh, she, she asked what was Steve's actual answer, and I told her, and she goes, oh, no, I like that better. So she changed it. Nice work. Yeah. Wow. Congratulations. She got herself a nice my talk t-shirt but let's have fun today with this uh tiebreaker here so today we're doing it again the new way where i'm gonna have to an- i'm gonna ask the question once i ask the question first to say their name actually you if you want you know what if you want you can interrupt me during the question okay but let's do that all right because then it may benefit you to listen all the way or i might trick you sure. in the beginning so you're right that's a better way to do it you're right you say okay. your name at any point in time maddie if you know it say your name and then i'll give you a chance to answer the question okay okay this popular singer from queens new york is a World War II vet, and despite being 94 years old and battling... Steve. The- Tony Bennett. Above the blue. Uh, mm. He is amazing, I right? Come on. I wig in and Puerto Rico. Uh, yeah! Every day uh, is summer. It really is very Beautiful. relaxing and dinner oh, music. Beautiful. Dinner. That elevates any dinner. Oh, yeah, it's very romantic. Pearl. Oh, hey, Maddie, congratulations. Nice job, Maddie. Yeah, Maddie oh, thank you. you thank you. Uh, thank you, Maddie. Something I learned today, I had no idea, but Tony Bennett is currently recording his second album with Lady Gaga right now at the age of 94 years old. He's still, they're still helping him out. I thought they already recorded it. Maybe the second one's finished. I apologize. But no, I know they, don't, they don't did know. one. I know, and I know they were working on a second one, which I thought was pretty amazing. So, yeah, yeah. Mm. Steve, do you know? Was I, I, I think that they, I think it has already been recorded. Yeah, uh, that would make sense. 
par for my course. <laughs> I love how Grant immediately, Grant does not defend no, any of like, his stories. Right. He goes immediately apologize. You know what? You're right. I'm sorry. And I want to apologize. Shouldn't have said that. Shouldn't have brought that well, up. Well, you guys are the experts. I'm here to just assist. So, okay. Uh, well, Maddie, congratulations. Thank you for teaming up with me. I really appreciate it. Congrats. Thank you. Bye, Maddie. Hey, Bye. Donna. Hey. Stay on hold for me, Maddie. Hey, Steve. Guess what you can do? I'm going to tell you. No, I can't. You can suck it. it. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show. Skinny jeans are out of style. That's it. Donna, stop doing that. That's what it says right here. Generation Z says, kiss your skinny jeans goodbye. They are so yesterday. We're going baggy now. No, we're not going baggy. What am I? What are you gonna? You're a, you're a, you're a man, and what are you gonna do, man? Are you gonna put on a tailored blazer, and then you're gonna have loose fit carpenter jeans? Not that loose, but you know, more relaxed. I had skinny jeans on, the skinniest I've worn in a while, just yesterday, and I heard this news yesterday, and it was, to say the least, deflating. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Yeah. No. No, go ahead. The one thing I don't like about skinny jeans is they're really hard to get off For at sure. your ankles. Yeah, you always have to kind of inside out those suckers. Yeah, it's a fight. You're just you like, have... come on. At some point, you have to lay down onto the bed. Then you fall off the bed. It's a whole thing. Yep. Okay. What do you got? Uh, Here's a way to overcome what your phone does if your phone auto corrects you when you're just trying to say something it could yes. be somebody's name it could be Please. a phrase you whatever yes uh well they they found this out by looking into the f-bomb okay okay yeah it always goes to duck it goes <laughs> to duck <laughs> so here are two ways to fix it you can either enter the f-bomb as a contact in your address book like you could put that for me Doc. Right? <laughs> or go into your keyboard settings and then tell it to always replace the F-bomb with the F-bomb. Oh, I so see. So okay. on iPhones, it's called text replacement. On Androids, it's called personal dictionary. But that way, if you always try to say something and it's trying to correct you, then you can put in the word that it tries to correct. And then for the replacement word, put in that same word so it doesn't ever try to autocorrect it to anything else. Okay. Isn't that cool? Yeah, I have a similar... But different tip. Okay. So if you happen to dial a number with an extension quite often, like let's say you're calling someone at work at the office or whatever, save the number in your contacts by using two commas between the main number and the extension. So 555-1234, comma, comma, 231. Your phone will call the number, pause, then dial the extension so you don't have Is to Is that it. right? Yas queen. When did you learn that? Just now. Really? Yes. It's from my life hacks calendar. Wow, Donna, that's cool. Thank you. Two commas. Okay. Um, I have one more tip. Please. Because you, you like yourself, uh, you know, a tortilla, right? You like Mexican food. Yes, keep going. <laughs> if you are making a taco, right? And you've got the crunchy taco, you put all the stuff in it, wrap a soft tortilla around the crunchy one because it will hold everything much better and you could put beans and cheese between them for the Mm. ultimate 
taco experience. That sounds very Taco Bellian. Oh, does it really? Sure, and that they layer some of their offerings so that okay. you get two textures at once. Yes. I like that idea a lot, Donna. God, hey. you're God, I'm killing it today. You, you, my friend, are a blessing to this market. Write it down, stamp it. <laughs> when we come back, John Oliver was back from a little vacation, a little hiatus, and he was back on the show last week tonight and came at us with a grave warning about the next pandemic that he thinks is coming our way. We'll all get to press together next on My Talk. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. American Idol is back. You know, I um, went back and watched the Claudia Conway, the daughter of Kellyanne Conway. Yep. Um, performance. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was. Like, she did have some moments where you're like, well, maybe, you know, if she takes lessons and practices, she'll get there. Sure. Um, but Grant was just telling me that there was a girl who came on at, not directly after her. They kind of cleansed the palate with some kind of jokey segment. Mm-hmm. And then this really, really amazing singer came on. And her name is, what is her name? Grace Grace Kinsler? Kinsler, yes. Grace Kinsler. And you think she's amazing? I think she's great. They had her sing one song. She did a great job. And then she had another song that they wanted. she wanted to try. And Kelly, uh, not Kelly, um, Who's the girl that's on? Um, Katy Perry. Katy, oh, Perry. Katy Perry was like, "Hey, this is this is a challenging song. You ready for it? And just just give this a listen, guys. Tell me what you think." Oh, baby, and she goes on and on. Okay, now wait a minute. That's really good. Her name is uh, Grace Kinsler, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, Grace Kinsler, very good. Now I didn't watch the show. That she's great. She's got some pipes. She's got some pipes. I'm not saying she doesn't have pipes. Mm-hmm. We've all established that she has pipes, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm going to play point counterpoint. If you like that, tell me what you think of this. This is Nia, 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 Renee, who did Chain of Fools. Mm. I believe she's 17, and she takes the stage and does this. Y'all ready? Mm-hmm. Here you go. Good control. Yeah, she does. She has more control, and she's smoother. Hey, let's hear her get to the hook. She's 17. 17. You know, sometimes I have a problem with... So the previous girl, Grace... Obviously, she can sing, but sometimes that really high pitched tone. Do you yeah. know what I'm talking about? Like, like a, a Carrie Underwood kind of. Sure. It can start to sound a little screamy. Okay. Even though you're hitting the notes, you're saying in tune, everything's great. It just for me and my ears, sometimes I'm like, that's that's a lot to absorb in the hearing department. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Anyway, American Idol, out, right out of the gates. Let's watch it, Some big-time voices. Yeah, we had it recorded. We just didn't sit down to watch it, So, uh, but I, I will for sure. Now to uh, more depressing news. Last week, tonight was back on the air on Sunday night. John Oliver returned after a little bit of time off, and he says, well, if we're not careful, the next pandemic could be even worse. Ugh. He spent the majority of this show talking about the possibility of another pandemic and how to prevent it. A big write-up on it in The Hollywood Reporter saying things like, Now might be the most important time to talk about this because scientists attempted to warn us about the next pandemic Mm -hmm. long before the current one hit. And we didn't really listen. So he showed a 60 Minutes clip from 2004 
just after the SARS epidemic was contained, in which a disease ecologist uh, said that what we should be doing is this should be keeping people awake at night was the idea that another disease more lethal than SARS would surface, wiping out people as it moves along. Mm. Since that interview, there have been several infectious disease outbreaks, including H1N1 in 2009, Ebola in 2014, MERS and Zika in 2015, and of course the current coronavirus pandemic. John Oliver, never short on laughs, went on to say, if we're not very careful, the next pandemic could be even Worse, viruses currently circulating in wildlife are out there that kill 60 to 70% of the people they infect. Oh, my God. This is not by any stretch of the imagination the worst Mother Nature has to offer us, referencing the coronavirus. Uh, He also cited research estimating that up to 75% of new or emerging infectious diseases come from animals. Another another study estimating that there are 1.7 million currently undiscovered viruses in mammals and birds, up to half of which could infect Humans, bats especially, ah, ideal hosts for viruses. Gross. But Oliver noted that you know getting rid of bats would seriously disrupt the world's ecosystem, not to mention it's not bats' faults that humans likely caught the coronavirus from the animal. He went on to talk about uh, wet markets and the danger that those present, deforestation, urbanization, mining. It's all changed Earth's landscape so much that species that tend to carry these viruses have been able to multiply as the population of their natural predators decreases. Uh, 31% of outbreaks mm. of uh, new and emerging diseases are linked to deforestation. That's what John Oliver read from a report on last week tonight. Those wet markets are where food, including meat and seafood, is sold. Some of those markets sell wild animals like bats and like snakes. And they keep several species of animals from different parts of the world in cages close to one another, which also increases the risk of spreading disease to each other and then to humans. So when you put it all together, John Oliver said, it does begin to seem like we are actively trying to start pandemics. Everybody feel better? No. I heard someone say, oh, I don't know, months ago in a string of awful things that were said and we heard in 2020 that we were entering the age of pandemics. Great. Which makes me feel like whenever they say it's safe enough to fly, then fly safely and get out there and vacation because there could be another lockdown that's coming that could be more extremes than the, extreme than the ones that we had in the past. So you, you got to take the safety measures and make your calculated safe choices. It's really interesting. I was watching Below Deck. So... And I've been saving them, you know, so it was, you know, from probably right when the pandemic started. Sure. And to see all these people out in the the Caribbean and reading the news and watching it happen like in real time, like the realization that this is serious and they don't know if they're going to be able to get home. Really, really eye opening to, Uh, to go back and look. Anyway, it's scary. Oprah's landed her next big interview. We'll tell you with who next.